Attention, Earthlings. What are you doing, Lisa? I'm speaking to the people of Earth from outer space. You're in outer space? Uh, Yeah, because this is space month here at the Big Fib. So as an intergalactic droid, I am clearly the most qualified to do the intro. I see. Well, by all means. (laughs) Earthlings, enjoy the show. How was that? Oh, it was great. Too short? No. Because I can do it again. I can make it much longer. I think we're good. Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. This is Pants on Fire. And now, here's your host and my mommy, Deborah Goldstein. (laughs) No, that would be nice, but no. Welcome to Pants on Fire, the game show where kids choose between the powerfully cosmic truth and the dark and endless nothingness of lies. Dark and endless nothingness of lies. Endless nothingness of lies. Lies, 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 lies. I'm your host. Deborah Goldstein. And joining us for our game today is our robot Lisa, which stands for Live in Studio Audience. Yes, Deborah, but I also have a lot of other talents that I feel are a little underutilized. Um, okay, we would love to utilize them. What were you thinking? <sighs> Thank you for hearing me. Thank you. <laughs> um, I don't know if you're aware. You probably are. I speak many other languages, and I think that maybe I could help translate the show for some of the listeners who might want to listen in like the United Kingdom or Australia. Tra- translating, but they speak English. In the United Kingdom and Australia. Well, yeah, they speak it, but do they understand us? Like, here's an example, okay? Okay. All right. Like, on the show, I would say, welcome to Pants on Fire. Yeah. But uh, for the uh, people in England, I could say, good day, and do you come listen to Trousers Aflame? Okay, And then they would say, okay, I understand. Or if we had uh, Australian listeners, it'd be like, good day, reckon you're ready to play Find the Furpies. Okay. I I take your point. I guess that would be useful, but... You know, really, we don't have the time in the show or, or budget for a translator. Well, that's a load of rubbish. Indeed. Uh, I, I am so sorry. Well, not as sorry as all the Brits and the Aussies who have no idea what we're saying right oh, now. Oh, I think they'll manage for now. So uh, can can you manage to tell everyone around the world how our game works? right <laughs> <laughs> Every week, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert. The other is a liar. And it's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who, because no one can spot a liar better than a kid, or at least no one we can afford. <laughs> what are we lying about today, Deborah? We are lying about black holes, Ooh, a region fancy. of space. Yes, a region of space having a gravitational field so intense that no thing or even light can escape. Lisa, do you know anything about black holes? I do. My uh, my sock drawer is a black hole where socks go and never come out again. Well, you mean that metaphorically, right? Like you just can't find your socks, which are probably in the dryer or behind your no, dresser. No, Deborah. 
I can't find my socks because they are not there anymore. Ergo, there is a black hole. Well, do you think your socks are actually getting pulled into a void in space by inescapable gravitational force via your sock drawer? Sometimes the simplest answer is most often correct, Deborah. Okay, yeah. It couldn't get any simpler than that. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. I need to leave right after this episode so I can go buy some new socks, okay? Uh, Okay. But this time, I'm going to put them in my underwear drawer, (laughs) and I'm going to outsmart that black hole, Deborah. Okay, until then, why don't we meet today's contestant? Oh, you bet your thing that you're willing to bet we will. (laughs) Our human child contestant is a 10-year-old whose favorite food is sushi, and least favorite food is fish. Finn Egan Liang. Hi, Finn. Welcome to Pants on Fire. Hey, Finn. How are you? Hi. You're good? Yeah. Let's talk about this uh, liking sushi but not fish. You know that sushi is fish, right? Well, I just get like I just get like cucumber or oh. or I get avocado because because that's that's still good. It's oh, still I good. see, but not the fish part. You don't eat that. No, part. no, but I, I will have I will have the salmon. I, I just I just <laughs> never tried eating it because whenever we get smoked salmon, I'm, I'm like, no, nah, no. No. So no. maybe it's you like sushi, but you don't like smoked salmon. Is that and right? I don't like like other fish, but I, nor- <laughs> I, I, I like I like the normal salmon, not the, not anything too you smoky. Don't, you don't like or, salmon or fishy. That I, don't, I, I don't like fishy fish. <laughs> I don't like the fishy fish. I like the... Just fish. Some of them. Do you like fishy yeah, fish, yeah. the rapper? <laughs> My name is Fishy Fish and I'm here to swim. I got super gills and I'm down with him. Oh, nice one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't know who that is. That's Fishy Fish. Okay. Also, oh, oh, I listen yeah. to Fishy Fish's music all the all time. All the time? Yeah, he knows yeah. what's going okay. on. Yeah. All right. I'm yeah. clearly yeah. out of it. So we do want to know some more fun facts about you, Finn. But we also need to test our lie detection skills. So we're going to play two truths and a lie. So, Finn. Can you tell us three things about yourself, but two of those things should be true, and one of those things should be a lie, and Lisa and everyone playing along will try to guess which one of those things is a lie. Can you do that? Uh, Yeah, I like this game. Oh, cool. All right, tell us your three facts. Okay, I have a dead cat buried in my backyard. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I love to play basketball. And I have been on TV. So I'm really, I know which one I hope is a lie, but what do you think? Hold on, let me smell the kid one second. (laughs) Oh, wow. He definitely, you know what? After smell, he does smell a little bit like dead cat. Oh, no. Uh, So I think that one's true. Right. He plays basketball. Or he's been on TV. Those uh-huh. are the other options. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he's been on TV. So uh, he, he's never played basketball. He's never played basketball. Never, but that's the okay. lie. I'm really hoping yeah. it's the dead cat. But yeah. Finn, which one is the lie? I have never played basketball. Oh, oh Lisa, unbelievable. Unbelievable. As the clock winds down, three-pointer, half court. <laughs> Even more unbelievable, why do you have a dead cat in your backyard? Why don't you have a dead cat in your backyard, Deborah? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Never put a dead cat in your backyard. It's not good. Okay. But, but we have a dead cat in our backyard because um our cat died. And instead of, like, you know... Putting him in the living room. <laughs> uh, yeah, or making, like, a carpet out of him. Oh, my yeah. goodness. We, we just put... put Actually, I have no you idea. Buried him. You which buried one? Him. Which one? It, if it was a him or a her, we had two. They both died. Are they but both I don't know which one. Which one we put in our oh yard? Oh my goodness. 
Our first expert is Gordon Howler. Gordon, please introduce yourself to Finn. Hi, Finn. I'm Gordon Howler, um, and I am a black hole hunter. Like, 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 what? Do you just like fly around a rocket ship? I wish. It's like it's a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> or do you just like, or, or do you just sit at a computer like? Doo, doo. A little more of the latter. Yeah. Not so much, yeah. Okay, and our next expert is Krista Gent. Krista, can you please introduce yourself to Finn? Hi, Finn. My name is Krista. Hi. Hi. And what do you do? What is your job, Krista? I am a planetarium educator. Okay, then. So, Finn, do you know much about black holes? Uh, yeah, we did some research. Yeah? Yeah, so we could be more on... On point. Yeah, on point. Yeah. About hey, Finn, who's we? Like, you have a like a research his, department? Yeah, his research team. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah um, do you want who's included? Sure. Yeah, we'd love well, to. Well, don't name names, but you can say who what they are, are to you. What My are mom. Roles? Your mom. Okay. Mom. That, that's it. That sound file is as hot as a burning sun, Lisa. It's even hotter than nuclear fusion. You want to know why? Yes. <laughs> that is when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Finn's questions. Finn. You have some burning questions for our experts, don't you? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to ask you to take it away and start asking them your hot seat questions. Okay, uh, Krista. Yes. When is a black hole formed? When? Like, Between 6 a.m. Like and... <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, like, like when... How, yeah, when like, is it formed? So during the lifetime of a star, a black hole is usually the end point. And and like like what I when I meant like that was like my mom wrote this down. <laughs> oh, mom's getting a demotion. <laughs> like how is a black what how? happens? How? Like what happens oh. when yeah, it how? forms? How can you create a black hole in how your free Finn time? How can create one right? <laughs> in his backyard? Popsicle sticks to take after the cat school out of and before yard. dinner. Right? Yeah, yeah. Finn would have to gain a lot more mass to uh, to uh, form a black hole. Oh, you need to eat more fish. <laughs> I don't want Only fish. fish. That just makes you smarter. That's it. Oh. I don't need to be smarter. I just need to be gain. bigger. You yeah, need be to be ginormous. Much bigger. Right. How big? So in order to even possibly turn into a black hole, you need to have at least three times the mass of our sun. That's super big. Yes. So a black hole forms when you have a really, really massive star. And eventually that star will run out of fuel. The nuclear fusion is what's making the star shine. So eventually it'll run out of fuel and gravity takes over and the whole thing collapses in on itself. And then the star's like, oops. Oops is right. Oops. Can black holes be seen, um, Krista? Can black holes be seen? Mm. Not directly. How can you see them? So let me Like, ask, how do people notice them? So do you know that wind exists? Yeah. How do you know that wind exists? Mm. Because we can feel it. Ah, mm. right. So you have to see what effect the wind has on things around it. So just in that way, we can't see a black hole itself, but we can see what it's doing to things around it. So what, like, what is the black hole doing around it so we can, like, notice it? So a really good example is if a star happens to wander too close to that black hole. Oh, boy. Oh, watch out. <laughs> 
So, so instead of the star screaming out like that, <laughs> what happens is it can get slowly pulled apart and kind of fall Sorry, in. Sorry, Cosmo. Yeah. Sorry. Or even if the star doesn't get too close, that's a really good way for us to know whether black holes are theirs. Are stars orbiting around it really fast? Huh, okay. Oh. Gordon, what does it mean to be a black hole hunter? So a black hole hunter, um, basically that title is just a kind of impressive way of saying um, that I'm a part of a research team and we use uh, giant telescopes at these observatories to take pictures of the night sky and to try to identify where black holes are and learn things about them. Uh, Black hole hunter just sounds really a lot cooler. (laughs) Sounds super cool, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I've seen, like, videos of that, like, people in the big, the big telescopes. The big are, domes, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, like, big domes with a giant telescope sticking out of them. Yeah, very Star Wars. But you're not looking for black holes because you can't see them. You're looking for the things going on around them. Exactly that right. right. Yeah. That's exactly Interesting. right. If you love The Big Fib, then check out Story Pillar, a podcast for kids and their grown-ups. Join Sneak, Bean, Sparky, and Meg as they tackle sticky social situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up great advice from listeners like you. They also save plenty of time for laughing and being silly. So if you've got feelings, love stories, and are open for a fart joke or a 10, Story Pillar is definitely worth a listen. Check it out at www.storypillar.com or wherever you love listening to podcasts. The Big Fib is brought to you by Pretty Litter Cat Litter. When my cat Arlo is healthy, he's happy. And that makes me happy. But since I'm not a mind reader, I don't always know when he is unwell. Helping me keep tabs on my cat's health is just one of the reasons I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Like, not to brag, but when people come over, they might not know that I have a cat unless Arlo, who's huge, is in the room. Because the cat smell is not there. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can, which is really great because I'm lazy. And here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in my cat, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are, like, really sneaky, and you often don't know how they're feeling, and the worst part of that is sometimes you don't know when they're sick. So knowing when my cat is sick based on the litter changing color is a game changer. And Pretty Litter ships free right to my door in a small, lightweight bag. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash bigfib and use code bigfib to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib, to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash bigfib, code bigfib. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, when will the sun become a black hole? Well, the sun actually isn't big enough to ever become a black hole. When our sun eventually burns out, which it will at some point, long time in the future, it will become what's known as a white dwarf star. That makes me feel bad. We're not even big enough to be a black hole. It'd be better to explode than to just like, oh no, the lights went out. Instead of like, our room exploded. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, our, our our electricity just went out. Like, yeah. right. like it's just it's just not so as exciting. Um, Gordon, yes. what color is a black hole? Well, it's black, of course. Huh, okay. Is that a trick question? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? trying to trick me? <laughs> you trying to trick him, bro? <laughs> nice I would try. never do that. Don't but... try and trick him, man. 
He, he's hunted black holes. He knows what's going right. on. Yeah, he's just like, summon my black hole. <laughs> um, what is the name of the black hole at the center of the Milky Way? That's called Sagittarius A. Um, how far away is Sagittarius A? Uh, Sagittarius A is about 27,000 light years away from us. Uh, far enough away that we're not in any imminent danger. That's really... Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah, I mean, I would still watch out. <laughs> you can never be too careful. Krista, what happens when something falls into a black hole? All right, so the truest answer I can say is we don't know. But <gasps> what we think happens is this really cool process called spaghettification. Mm. So Come the- on, <laughs> is that another scientific term? <laughs> <laughs> so essentially the gravity is so strong in a black hole that if something fell into it, it would get stretched apart so much that you would just look like a piece of spaghetti. What happens if spaghetti goes into the black hole? It turns <laughs> into ziti. That sounds like a great experiment. <laughs> the thing is that we could actually never know because the gravity is so strong, light can't escape from a black hole, so we wouldn't be able to see anything. Oh, it's going to be dark in there. Super dark. Like, yeah. you can't see. Oh, I no. know. Could I make a correction real Absolutely. quick? Absolutely. I did hear that it would be dark in a black hole. It actually wouldn't. It'd be super bright <gasps> once you're in the black what? hole. What? Please explain. So, like I said, that light can't escape, right? Gravity is just too strong. So while we can't see the light from the outside, no light's being emitted or reflected or anything. But if you are in it, there's a lot of mass and stars and things in there. Hmm. So it would actually be really bright. Huh. Okay, you've got the spotlight for a while. Gordon, <laughs> what is the very center of a black hole called? That's called the point of singularity. And that's this sort of terrifying place where uh, physics as we know it are totally different. Um, we can't possibly know what's going on in there because if we were to get there, uh, we'd never come back. Because you would get spaghettified. Spaghettified. Krista, what is the event horizon? That is the point where if you cross over it, you cannot escape the pull of a black hole. Mm. It's kind of like the boundary. These are all scary things. They should definitely <laughs> mark that. Right. There should some be cones like, yeah, they're like, hey, watch Caution. out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, what happens as you get closer to the event horizon? Uh, as you get closer, so it, if you yourself were getting closer to the event horizon, time kind of slows down. And that's why that spaghettification happens, because your feet start to get pulled faster than your head does. So really, Whoa. yeah, this it's called gravitational time dilation. So because the gravity is so strong, it actually affects how time is moving but if you uh, were actually watching someone, watching that happen to someone, they would actually just freeze in place. The time would slow down so much that if you were observing it from far away, you would just see them freeze forever. Whoa. That'd be a cool show. <laughs> um, Gordon, yes. tell me about something interesting that happened during your job. Um, gosh, something interesting happens at my job every day. Um, one cool thing that just happened um, that I can't really talk too much about oh. um, is that we recently took pictures of what we believe to be the birth of a black hole. What? Um, and there's it's an so article. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's an article coming out in the spring in Intergalactic Science Monthly um, that is going to detail our findings. So you have to stay tuned. That's exciting. Nothing makes us happier than to hear from teachers who use GZM shows in their classrooms. 
cake also makes us happy. Uh, long walks on the beach, long walks on cake. So, teachers, if you'd like to use our podcasts in your classroom. And if you'd like to use cake. <laughs> head over to www.gzmclassroom.com for free resources supporting classroom listening to all your favorite shows, including Six Minutes, Mars Patel, and, of course, The Big Fib. But is there cake, Deborah? No. How are we supporting teachers if we're not giving them cake? <laughs> it's time for the Shorts on Fire round when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Finn, let's start with Krista, and you can ask your Shorts on Fire questions now. Go! How many stars are there in the Milky Way? Uh, about 200 billion. Are, are black holes hot on the inside? Yes. Can humankind ever visit a black hole? Mm, maybe. Can anything travel faster than light? No. How far is the nearest black hole to us? About 3,000 light years away. And what year were black holes first discovered? Uh, 1964. Do black holes rotate? Yes. What is the largest type of black hole? A supermassive black hole. Do you believe time travel is possible? Sure. Are you a time traveler? <laughs> uh... <laughs> All right, listen, Finn, I got to tell you something. Uh, time's up. <laughs> That's right. Time's oh, okay. up, Finn. Finn, time is up. But now we're moving to Gordon, okay? You ready? Lisa's resetting the timer. I'm doing it right now. Uh, ooh, actually, the timer just uh, slipped into a black hole. Let me, get a, let me get another timer. Okay, here's a new timer. This one's better. Okay, good. Start your questions for Gordon now. Do black holes have gravity? Yes. How many layers do black holes have? Three. Can a black hole be a planet? Uh, no. Around how many black holes are there in the universe? Oh, hundreds of millions. Do you think there's life on other planets? Absolutely. Do you think they're cool? <laughs> <laughs> what is it called when a star explodes? A supernova. What is the name of the first black hole ever discovered? Um, I don't remember. What is the shape of a black hole? Circular. Uh, it's more of a disk. Time is up, Finn. Okay. Finn, your time, your time is done. Your time is done, uh -oh. but that doesn't mean you're finished here yet. No! It's decision time. Now our contestant, Finn, must analyze everything he's heard and compress all the facts into a decision of singularity. Finn, are you ready to tell us who the liar is? Krista. You think Krista is our liar, liar, Whoa. pants on fire. Why do you think that? Um, she seems so confident with her an answers. She answered a lot, but instead of answering a lot of different things, she answered one thing, but just stretched it out a lot. She spaghettified mm, she her answers? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's see who the real expert is. Will the actual, real, true black hole expert please let us know who you are? It's me. Oh, no. Krista is our expert. I'm Chris, too confident. She's too confident. Krista Gensch is an astronomy expert who presents planetarium programs at Liberty Science Center in the largest planetarium in the Western Hemisphere. Super cool. Oh, but that was tough. That's a hard one, right? Yeah. I mean, because who even understands any of this stuff? Well, I guess Krista does. <laughs> so anyway, let's see if Krista can help us with our fact-checking. So Krista, were there facts that Gordon shared that were stellar lies? Um, Gordon actually did a really good 
job. No. A lot of the things he said were correct. I've never heard of Intergalactic Science Monthly before. <laughs> oh, you should get it. The crossword in it is great. Um, so we uh, were talking about the shape of black holes. And while most of the stuff that we can see looks like a disk, they really are more spherical in shape. Wow. Okay, and Gordon, what other lies were rotten to the core? Oh, gosh. Um, Intergalactic Science Monthly was definitely made up. Oh, somebody should start that. Yeah, sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I also did not take a photograph of the birth of a black hole. Aww. Oh, I know. <laughs> somebody might have. Oh. Not yet. Um, I'm sure there were other lies peppered in there. I just don't remember. I was well, too busy see. trying had, to. <laughs> I know this was tough. So we have um, how many black holes? 100 billion. Oh, yeah. And the name of the first black hole ever discovered, Cygnus X1. It was Jerome. These are not good names. These are not yeah. as good as uh, spaghettification. Like, like just Henry. <laughs> name Henry's it Henry. Good. Why not? Henry. Yeah, somebody needs to get on that committee, Krista. Bob. <laughs> Bob. Bob the black hole. Okay, that's all for us today. Thank you to our contestant, Finn, who helped us poke holes in all the lies. And thank you to our expert and liar, Krista and Gordon, and to our universally loved robot, Lisa. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into Pants on Fire, where we send lies to the point of no return. Pants on Fire is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit bestrobotever.com. While you're there, you can send questions for me to read on Ask Lisa and find out how you can participate. And follow us on social media at Pants on Firecast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. And if you're a black hole, what is going on? Find a new job, man. That's crazy. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at www.gzmshows.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.